Hey, Jack, what time is the game this weekend? Ooh, I don't know. I don't have a watch. You don't, you say? I don't. I know where you can get one. That is at LaTerrain.com. They have some of the best watches out there. Really? Yeah, and if you put O-T-O-P in the discount code, you can get 10% off. 10%? Yeah. For a watch? Exactly. That's a lot of dough. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. That's LaTerrain.com. This is a Bandit Radio production. It's Alabama week here in Baton Rouge. What does LSU need to win? you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. Really good. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. Guys, welcome back to One Team, One Podcast, episode 47. 47? Yeah. Mm, 47, 47 is a stupid number. I don't know who uh, 47 is. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I drawn a blank. I got nothing. <laughs> I got absolutely nothing. Uh, um, all right, so I'll, just, I'll tell you this. Uh, LSU beat um, Mississippi State in Jackson, Mississippi one year in the 80s, 47 to nothing. Don't ask me how I remember that. There you go. But I was there, and it was cold. We beat who? Mississippi State in Jackson, Mississippi. We played I, in we Jackson. We used to play in Jackson. Huh? We used to play Mississippi State in Jackson? Every other, I mean, every couple of years or something huh. like that. It wasn't like a every year deal, but just so happened gotcha. they played in Jackson, and huh. I was there with my uncles and wasn't like a Arkansas and Little Rock. I don't thing. think so. Yeah. No, but apparently they used to play there. And LSU and Ole Miss a long time ago used to play in Jackson. I do remember that actually. So, um I remember that 47 nothing. I don't know why I remember that, but um, see it. So, let's talk about LSU. They're playing Alabama. Well, actually Speaking before we of 47 to nothing. Yeah, before we get into the, any of that, let's go over some positive stuff. Mm. Um our sponsors, we're going to talk about those guys. Yeah. Uh they love us by the way and yeah, um I don't care what you say bad to us, it doesn't matter. Right. It, it, whatever I say bad to you, it doesn't matter. My sponsors love me. Yeah. Um Brandon Lejean <laughs> over at Courtesy Buick GMC Big partner of the podcast. Uh, check out um, check out Courtesy and all the things that he's doing over there. I, he was he was selling a whole fleet of trucks to um, manual builders. They're out of Lafayette. He was selling a whole fleet of like ten trucks to them this week. Um, I mean, he's knocking it out over there. Uh, you guys need to check out Courtesy. Check out his Facebook page. I'm gonna post it on our Facebook um, post. Um, but whenever you Click on his information because he's going to post separate deals from the dealership. Sometimes he gets in crazy used car trades and stuff that whenever he posts it, you got to you got to act quickly on. Uh, also, he's got 2021 still rolling. So the other day he posted a uh, Denali that rolled in that wasn't pre-ordered. 
So you usually have to pre-order those things over at the dealership, but he, he can get his hands on them sometimes. So check out Brandon. He's got his hit list going on, guys. Um, he is fired up for some basketball, too. So we're going to get into some basketball talk later on. Oh, yeah. um, but also, uh, big shout-out to Bear Process Safety, Adam Barry. He's renewing his entire 2021 sponsorship with us, by the way. Nice. Big time. I know. So Big moves um, for the gang. Man, Big Orange Bear is just doing some work, man. So, um, and actually, he's he's booked up pretty much all next year. So, you need to act quickly if you want to get in with um, the safety department over at Bear Process Safety. Anybody that's in the uh, industrial plant area, contact Bear. Uh, he'd love to help you guys out. Um, all right, so we got all the positives out of the way. So nice. now let's talk about LSU Alabama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so number one, Alabama's rolling into town. We are three and four coming off of a pretty embarrassing offensive display against Texas A&M. Pretty embarrassing? Well, is I'm very embarrassed. Very embarrassed. Okay. So embarrassing. I, the only reason why I kept it a little bit – I'm first of all, I'm trying to be positive. Um, but the next I'm thing is um, defen- defensively we did look pretty good. Um, yeah. Now – I am still very hesitant yeah. on the defensive side, yeah. obviously. But pouring down rain, pouring pour down rain. You're playing a defense. I mean, an offense that um, isn't as explosive to begin with. Mm-hmm. Kellamon is still trash. I don't care what anybody says; he's trash. Right. Um, and and uh, I, I don't think they're. I don't think their wide receivers are as explosive. No, they're not. And I mean, yeah, they've been missing Jamon Osborne all year. Right. Uh, and granted, I mean, we've been missing Jamar Chase, so like Crimea River. Uh I just I hope the defensive staff is looking at this and saying, "Okay, we played well, but what we would what would we have played like in normal weather conditions?" Uh-huh. I hope they realize that like, yeah, we only let them score thirteen points, but if it wasn't raining, maybe they score you know or uh, double that. Here, here's or something my. Like that. I, what would it look like if you had a different quarterback that could hit a wide receiver? Right. There was right. a lot of times where there were open wide receivers right. and he and just he, couldn't. He missed make them a, pass. a lot, and then a lot of times he hit them and then they drop it because the ball was wet. Yeah, but I, what I did like is that you didn't see a whole lot of like busted coverages. And granted, you can give the same sort of leniency to the offense in some cases too, because there were a lot of missed passes that I don't think TJ Finley normally misses. I just, if I'm, it's not raining, I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking it's more of the quarterback just not very good at Texas A&M. Um, yeah, it's definitely possible. It's I, definitely possible. I, what I what I liked was you had Cordell Flott and you had uh, Derek Stingley that were playing tight coverage. Um, what I did not like is that you weren't getting any pressure on the quarterback. Um, I did see a few a few blitzes. Yeah, none. I saw a few blitzes that I liked. Yeah. Um, but it, but overall, I I didn't see much pressure at all. But they were all over the wide receivers, and the wide receivers couldn't get space. Right. Uh, we hadn't seen that all year. It's not going to um, be the case this week. Well, uh, let me just let's let's go back to the offensive side because sure. obviously we lost the game because of the offense. Sure. Um, defense was playing as well as it could play, and offense doesn't even show up to play. No. The game reminded me of the 2018 Alabama game. I saw you said that. Um, and it. On the offensive side, the defensive side, we gave up like 500 and something yards to Alabama that night. But yeah. offensively, we couldn't do anything. And we were so conservative that at the end of the game, it, it, it was like, were we just trying not to get blown out? We lost 29 to nothing, but were they just trying yeah. not to lose like a lot? 
Right. It, that's what it felt like, and, and it's kind of what it seemed like on this game where we were just trying to hang in there and hopefully you, somebody misses a tackle or something. I don't know what the, just the game like plan was. It felt like we lacked identity. We had no clue what we wanted to do. Yeah. No clue. Well, I and think what like, they wanted to do was run the ball, but then they had no idea. Of what, what we all were hoping for, I think, was just that LSU would just enter into, like, panic mode on offense. That's mm-hmm. what I was hoping for. Yeah. Because it was like every single time we got the ball, it was like, all right, well, hopefully we, like, get a good punt this time and, like, they don't get good field position. Or they drop the punt. Right, or something <laughs> like that. Right. <laughs> just, like, something crazy happens. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Because the, the game plan wasn't set up to create any sort of chaos. Well, here's where I was pissed off. From the very beginning of the game, we watched it together, and you heard me sighing and all that. And I'm known to be more negative, obviously, sure. but I said this. You're, you're getting better, by the I way. I am getting better. I feel like I'm. I actually, actually, my friend William just came back in town this week from Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. we were talking about, because he always follows us on Twitter and everything, and he was saying that... Uh, that our podcast account on Twitter is actually really fun to follow now, mainly because he, he thinks that you're a little less negative now. Oh, yeah. I uh-huh. like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, I think I so think I've I, turned I think the I'm corner to rub some positivity onto him. Well, yeah. And I don't want everybody <laughs> just thinking that I'm always just doom and gloom because uh-huh. right. I'm not. I'm, right. I'm go, I go for our Tigers. Right. I, I'm going. I want them to win the game. Right. But I just see some things that are eerily similar to bad teams realize, that I've seen in the past. I think what people don't realize <laughs> is that you're a realist. Yes. And you're like also like. You're very optimistic going into games, I think. I'm very, very optimistic often. going, yes. And Actu- then you're so optimistic, and then anything that's negative kind of like... It's, it's it centers just, me it, back It again. hits you so hard. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's a perfect example is this week uh, going into the game. I have, I had a automatic score that I had in my head of this game. And then it was, it's really bad, <laughs> just disclaimer. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I'm coming down off of that. As, even as today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I might gravitate back towards that even by the end of the show. I don't even know. <laughs> but, um, all right, so going back, um, I, I, I'm i trying to be positive, um, but the the game plan that I saw was the same game plan that we saw against Arkansas, yeah. which was we're going to try to run the ball, time of possession. Unfortunately, you were right about that last week. Yeah, like that, leading up to the game. If we you were, try to do that, yeah. and that was my disclaimer, is if you try to do that against A&M, Alabama, Florida, and Ole Miss, you're going to lose every one of those games. I, I had a little too much faith in Steve Ensminger, I think, because last week leading up to the game, we were talking about this, and you were saying, I think that what we saw against Arkansas is what our offense is. And what I was saying is I think we'll be a little bit more aggressive because we, oh, I, think we'll, I forgot about this, I think, but yes, I think we'll know that we have to be more aggressive, and yet you were, you ended up being right, which is really unfortunate that that you were right. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what the reasonings are. If it's that <coughs> they just don't, they have no trust in quarterbacks to do anything other than throw an out route. I yeah. have no idea. I, I it, the more I've thought about it, the more I think it's just a lack of trust in the freshman quarterback. I think it is, and I think it's blatantly um, obvious after you saw him rip him yeah, on, the, on the sidelines. completely chewed out T.J. Finley. So I mean, I, the obvious problems are the offensive line is horrid. Um, so I saw T. Bob Abair does a fantastic job on Twitter breaking this down. He does it on the podcast. He does it on his podcast okay. too. 
Um, he breaks it down um, with different different coverage packages for the offensive line, blocking packages. And whenever there's different blitzes coming, um, he, he kind of breaks it down to, okay, here's you should have gone to this, I think he calls it like 5-0 protection here, where everybody mm. just picks up a man. But other but what they did is they called a slide package where they would slide either right or left, and they would block the next guy over. Well, every time they slid, Texas A&M brought a blitz from the other side. It's almost like they knew which way they were about to slide. So like they baited them into sliding. They're reading the offensive line, kind of. Yes, and when wow. they do that, and so I also heard T. Bob talking to Ogeron about yeah, this, this on OTB. Tuesday. I did hear him saying something. About and this. they got into this exact discussion. Like, I remember he said and he something said, like it was like he goes, it's the Coach, same stuff that Aranda did. Yeah, this is the same stuff Aranda did. Uh, what were they supposed to do there? And he goes, well, they were supposed to go to a five zero protection, meaning they all pick up each other. They pick up the they pick up the next person and they assign it to the next person. And it's just shocking that he is, he then says, yes, that's what they're supposed to do, but they didn't do it. Right. And I am baffled by those answers. And that's not the first time that Ogeron has given this kind of answer this week. He's, he's saying stuff that like, yeah, they shouldn't have done this or they should have done that. Uh, this game it, plan, the game plan wasn't very good, is what he said. Like, uh, no shit. Uh, like, where are you? Just, where are you, bro? It's your favorite word, I think, in these times are the is the word gross, and that's exactly so what gross. This is. It's, it's gross disgusting. and disgusting. It's gross. It's awful that you're just like, oh, we have to have a better game plan. Yeah, no well, kidding. What the fuck were you doing last week? Yeah, you didn't realize that your game plan wasn't good. How out and oh. how it, it screams too. How like there's so many stories going on right now that Ogeron. Yeah. And how out of yeah. touch are you right now with this program? Yeah, dude. When you say that you didn't know anything about Terrace Marshall opting out right, until that, Sunday morning, you're was, either lying, that was which just I a bold face. I lie. think we're all in agreement that he's probably <laughs> lying. But if you weren't lying. I'm really upset. Dude, if he actually didn't know this before we did, I'm very concerned. Dude, how checked out are you? I got a text from a high school friend on Friday morning about this. If you genuinely did not know, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. I mean, Jesus Christ. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm losing a lot of faith. Ugh. And all the faith that you've built up over 2019 to get everybody just so fired up about LSU football, you just, like I told somebody, you you took 2019 and you threw it on the ground and you peed all over it. Yeah. Or you burned it. You, you, yeah. You, you took the trophy and you just lit it on fire. Like, I, that's <laughs> what I feel like you've done to this program right now. It is, but you've seen the pinnacle and now you're seeing the bottom. Yeah. And it is shocking. It is and if, if I'm sorry, let's let's talk about this. LSU fans who are all loyal and we're gonna fight like tigers and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like if you aren't worried about this, y'all got problems, bruh. Like yeah, you've got to you've got to see the writing on the wall that this is bad news. Um, and I understand. Here's the positives: is that we didn't lose by we only lost by 13 points. That's the positives. The positives is we only gave up 13 on defense. So yeah, there are positives fantastic. here, but man, if you don't even show up on offense, bro, I don't, I don't know what. If you just quit right. before you walked into the stadium, I what do you want me to say right. as a fan? What do you want me to do? Right. 
you every all these LSU, LSU rah rah guys, you need to start criticizing because right. that's the only way things get changed is by just openly criticizing. And there's a lot to criticize if you take off your fucking purple and gold glasses. Right. Well, like the one big thing that I have is like, think about the year uh, in 2008 that we had uh, with less miles. And Jarrett Lee throwing the everyone, interceptions. All everyone that. was fine giving Les Miles shit about that year. And everyone was fine about giving him shit in 2009 after the Ole Miss shit. With yeah. that horrible clock management. Everyone was fine with that, even though he just won a championship in 2007. It's different, man. With Why Ed Ogeron, it it's just different. And granted, the He's 2019 a, team was significantly better uh, It's the better best than, team ever. It, right. it was significant. 2007 was maybe one of the worst championship teams ever. Right. Uh, and one of the luckiest championship Hell, teams. Hell, 2011 ever. Les Miles right. is, is is called out big time because of the championship right. game. Exactly, but it, it's different in a couple of reasons. First of all, 2019 is the best team ever assembled in college football history. Sure. Absolutely. The second thing is, or at least the best season ever. The second like the thing is, worst. Ed Ogeron is from Louisiana and is a Cajun yeah. boy. Yeah, and that gives everybody this like homegrown uh my heart feels so you know so warm to to hear him say go tigers yeah. you know every saturday um and so we have to give him more time and this is the guy that we need there's nobody else that can actually do this like he can because he knows he knows the program mm -hmm. and it's in his heart yeah and and i i understand all that actually because like i you gotta also look at the fact that we, we all we still have a really good recruiting class somehow Oh and, yeah, and guys are still really wanting to come I, here. Look, I've never and, been worried about 2021 recruiting class. Right, I've always been worried about 2022s, yeah. and um, I'm really, really worried about anybody that we're going head up against in 2022 against with Alabama. Because yeah. guess what, Alabama's about to roll in here, and they're about to fucking rip it down our throat. Yeah, I mean, we've heard that Corey Foreman's going to be in on in town this weekend, and that worries me. I just yeah, I didn't up, even think about me. that. I, I heard I heard about he was coming in town with Mason Smith and that, all that. That makes me concerned because we're about to lose this game by 40 points. Yeah, I didn't I mean, think that, about that. I mean, that that makes me concerned. Yeah. Like, and this is he going to come here and be like, why the fuck would I want to go here? Well, that was a lot of our questions with playing this game. And I know it's been like a little it's it's kind of like tongue in cheek a little bit on Twitter. And like we're kind of joking about it, and like, do we want to play the game? But my my right. thoughts are, as a program, um, is it? Are, are we're gonna have I think a? No one understands that our tongue is in our cheek. By the way, no, I don't think they do. <laughs> I think they're just like, oh, you pussies, yeah, uh, champions all there back was a, down. There was that guy that like, you're a beta. Yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, uh, beta fuck, mindset. Hashtag asshole. beta mindset. <laughs> I know where that's coming from, by the way. Um, but then. So, but my question is, what's worse for the program, um, skipping out on Alabama this year, or um, or losing fifty two to three? Yeah, like I'm, what's worse on, on primetime national television? Lose fifty two to three to Alabama, um, and guess what Alabama's going to do after they're done? They're going to run up all to all your recruits, and they're going to say. Why are y'all going there? Because that's what LSU did to Alabama's yeah, recruits last that's year. That's the scariest part is that Alabama is going to do that this year. Yeah. Just like Marcel Brooks and 
Who yeah. else was it? It was Mar- I, I, the main one I remember was Marcel. Brooks. I remember Marcel Brooks, who's uh, not even on the fucking team. Who fucking transferred? Well, let, let's talk May. about that. All right, so we'll, we'll move on to. I mean, Jesus. Christ. We'll move on from the Texas A&M game, and we'll move on to, I guess, the state of the program right now, going into Alabama week. I mean, you have and to talk about it. Terrace Marshall has opted out. Um, which was b- the big news, of, par- of course. Right, um, Coach O didn't know about. Coach O didn't know about it. We we knew about it on Friday. We yeah. got a text, mm-hmm. um, and then well, and then we'll talk we'll talk about this later. We got into a big Twitter uh, pissing match. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love when you zoomed in on opt dead out. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll uh, yeah we'll we'll tell that story real quick. I we got a text. Uh, actually, you got the text from a friend of yours. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he wants me to like well, we won't let say him his name. know no, I, we won't say his name or anything. i think he would be okay if i said his name but i, eh, I just we'll won't in it. case he doesn't want so to. you got a text and it said basically um just heard terrace marshall is opting out um right after the game i think that was about the gist of it and yeah. um we we'd asked him where he heard from me he, he, he was like i'm just telling you i heard it from a source that mm-hmm. i know would be 100 percent true and so we uh, we didn't even say anything right. on Twitter. All we said is, hey, we're hearing a big-time opt-out rumor. Right. It's just a like, okay, this is my we problem are- with the whole beef that we had is that I said on Twitter, I heard a rumor. It was a rumor that Saucy. I am hearing. It was from a source Saucy. that this might be happening with an unnamed player. Yeah, and we're not – Dude, we're not the breaking news guys. I'm not trying to break news. Breaking news. And that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to say, hey, I heard a rumor. Yes. Be on the lookout for A big this. time opt-out. Yeah. So apparently and it, clearly a lot of people didn't know about this because it like it tiger droppings blew up after we said this. Yeah, and um somebody accused us of stealing the information from 247's right. website. Yeah, Shay Dixon. You right. um well, it wasn't Shay Dixon that accused us oh well no, well, no, no right no. but right th- someone accused us for stealing it from shay dixon or from the 247 website sure so you're not a part of 247 but i'm not even on there i am and i can right. tell you what yeah, you what i find were. was all of a sudden our tweet goes gets put yeah. up there yeah yeah, yeah. i so, had a text from a guy who said that 247 was blown up right and um so then the, these other guys started accusing us of uh, proving our sources and proving that we actually got a text text from somebody. So what I did is I took the text that you had sent me mm-hmm. and I zoomed in to where Terrace Marshall's name wasn't included, and I just I just sent him the clip of opting out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Here's the text, yep, buddy. This is it. Uh, so apparently we we yeah. uh, apparently we are just the uh, the assholes that need to prove ourselves yeah, to everybody to parody accounts. Yeah, while Blake Fino can just say like Jake Bambino. Jake Bambino can just say you know ten minutes after. Uh, oh, some yes. actual guy says that he can say sources telling AYS <laughs> that sources. Uh, uh, no, yeah, <laughs> no, whatever, no, no. bro. Sources also advise <laughs> AYS. <laughs> That's the way he said it, which cracked me. He up, said bro. also. Yes, he said the word also. Yes, Jordy Colada oh said. God, fuck that guy. Jordy Colada says sources are adv- are, are, are are telling me is the way he broke sure. it, and then right, he right. said sources also advise <laughs> me. Look at me. Look at me. Um, Anyway, so Terrace Marshall opts out. um, And 
it's become a topic this week, and I've I've started hearing. Uh, so I started talking about it, and I started talking about it on Twitter Sunday night, if I, if I remember right. And now it's become a topic on radio, which I've heard all week, which was roster management. I have not heard the words roster management at all this entire year until I said something on Sunday on Twitter, right. and now it's on uh, Jordy and Colada on uh, Jordy Colada yeah. on Monday morning, right. which I'm I'm fant- it's we need to talk about this. Yeah, this is a well, huge problem. You and me have been talking about roster management all year. Yes. I, I don't understand why we have so many guys that are leaving. Um, and it's it, to and me, and I've, I'm starting to hear stuff yeah. that sounds like excuses, excuses, excuses. Right. So before the season, I think we were looking at opt-outs as like, oh, this isn't something we can control. But I think the more that we've all thought about this, the more we've all thought like, how come other teams can control this shit? Right. Why are we the only ones who can't control so it? So the first... And Terrace Marshall opting out uh, is like... It reminds me of a player opting out of a bowl game. Cause yeah, normally it's like, it's, it's like it's Leonard Dece- Fournette saying like I'm hurt, but yeah, I'm not really hurt. It's yeah. December now. Like, okay, like players want to leave. I get it. You know, it's cool. Right. Like, you want to go plan for the draft. It's the same thing as opting out of a bowl game. Like, like what? Are, there was a bowl prediction that we're going to go play in the Birmingham Bowl against like Tulane. Tulane right. right. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, it's the same kind of shit as opting out of that bowl. Man, you want to you want to talk about a uh, what's what's good for the program? That ain't good for the program. Oh, God. If we and go to two, if we the, go play the, Tulane in Birmingham and worst, get beat by Tulane, the wor- yeah. The worst part <laughs> is that I would be nervous about losing the game. Oh my god. And yeah. I wouldn't be confident that we would win the game. Oh, oh my god, that would be awful. Although I I think I would Official score prediction: I would pick us to beat Tulane forty-one to sixteen, but that's okay. Re- irrelevant. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about not not just opt-outs, but to me, there's a problem with also, um, it, and we've been using this as a crutch. All the LSU fans have been using this as a crutch this entire yeah, year. I mean, we got crushed this week. How many guys we've lost to the draft? And that's been one of the biggest talking points of why LSU's down this year. Well, if you would have lost this many guys, too, you would have been down, too. All right, but let's talk about some of the guys. And I think before we we crush LSU for this, I think we should acknowledge that, like, I don't think any team has ever lost this much from one year to the next. Uh, Absolutely. But I think there is a... There is a responsibility right. from the coaching staff to not let this happen as well. Sure, and not I'm not talking about, happen. and I'm not talking about fucking Joe Burrow or Clyde Edwards-Elair or some of these juniors that let, like Grant Delpit. I'm not talking about these guys. Right. Here are the guys that I'm talking about: um, Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips. Um, I'm talking about Sadiq Charles. Sadiq Charles. Right. Um, even Lloyd Cushenberry. Lloyd Cushen. I'm not even talking about him. I'll, I'll leave him off because he's yeah, fucking least, starting. Yeah, he's starting. He, he I get the, it. He was the second center off the board. Some so. offensive lineman. I get it. Like right. you need to go. Yeah, yeah. You only got a, a short lifespan. Same with running backs. But like, but what about Damian Lewis, man? Damian Lewis is starting for the for the Seahawks. Sure, but what round did he get picked in? Like the fifth. Well, I or was he in the fourth? Actually, I might be wrong. He might have been in like the third. Actually, well, and I thought he was a senior anyway. Oh, that's right. He was a senior. Yeah, I take it. Okay, so Thad Moss doesn't yeah. even get drafted, dude. Thad Moss. And I get we hell? have Eric Gilbert. I understand all that, but Thad, you don't think that would have helped you a little bit? Yeah, uh, giving you a little bit of uh, experience right. coming back. Yeah, where um, the hell is Jacob Phillips now? What is he doing? He was playing for the Browns the last I saw, but I mean, is he's, he playing? I don't know. He's not. But, why did he leave is my biggest question. Right. Kerry Vincent Jr., why is he opting out at the beginning of the year and then immediately declaring? Right. 
he has the ability to come back. Right. Is he going to be drafted? Like, high? Like, what do we even know? Like, I don't know. what's going on? I don't know about that. Um, let's talk about Tyler Shelvin. Let's talk about Apu Aika. Right. Let's talk about Marcel Brooks. Yeah, all three of those guys. We got into it, into it with a guy who was saying that, like, none of those fall on the coaching. So, yeah. I think they all do. So, that, that, that conversation on Twitter is what you're referring to. Right. That came from a tweet that I had posted from Derry Beckwith. We've had Derry oh, on the yeah, show, that's right. and Derry Beckwith's tweet was right. talking about and there Terry are some Benson teams. There are that. some teams that uh, during COVID opt outs, rescheduling games, who are who are able to sustain success, and there are some teams that aren't. And right. you you either have sustained success or just success, um, but. In, the, in LSU's case, last year you had success, but you don't have sustained, sustained success. Right. Um, and, yes, Kerry Vincent retweeted him with a clown emoji. Ugh. Like, what? Right. He's not yeah, – he, he didn't say anything, first of all, about LSU. Right. Um, you're taking it that way because you're defensive, because you right. know that you're one of the guys who's left this program high and fucking dry. Right. But we don't want to talk about that. We just want to use it as an excuse for the program while we're not very good this year. Right. Like, no. Do you see other programs? Justin Fields at Ohio State had the most opportunity of anybody that I've ever seen to opt out. Yeah. They didn't even know if they were going to play this year. Yeah. They had no – They until the last Trevor minute, Lawrence could opt out right now and would still be the number one pick. I, look, I'm giving him a pass because they – they're going to be in the playoffs no matter what and That's all true. that. That's Ohio true. State, up until the last minute to begin the season, they weren't even going to play. Right. He could have said, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm, right. I already know I'm going to first-round pick. Yeah, and then what about guys like Rashad Bateman, who did opt out and then decided to opt back in, and now he's still playing? R- uh, Rondell Moore, same Dude, thing. Minnesota's he opted not, out and mopped it back in. not going anywhere. No, they're not. Um, but there's, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of players on these big teams that – had the ability to leave and I, or leave and go pro last year. And they, they were talked to with their coach and staff and I'm sure they were recruited back. And I don't think that was, they did a very good job of that last year. And it, the, I mean, it's fucking evident. Yeah. Like look at how many guys left. Like I get the first rounders. I'm not talking about those guys, but yeah. the other guys that can make a difference with some depth on this roster for crying out loud. Yeah. Like you've, you've completely gutted this program. Um, and somebody has to have some kind of responsibility for that. You can't just chalk it up to, Oh, well, we're the best team ever. And all these guys, they were just so good. That's why we're, yeah, I yeah, get it. Right. Yeah. I get it. But right. And, and we lost, we lost Joe Brady and we lost Dave and Dave Aranda. And we lost everything, and we didn't have a spring. And look, I get, yeah, all, yeah. I, I understand all the excuses, but the, it can't be this big of a drop off. No, this is way and too it, much of a drop off. This is historic drop off. This is, and uh, it's it, it's historic losses. But a good coaching staff doesn't make a historic loss a historic drop off. That this, makes sense. It, this should never be acceptable for any LSU fan. Period. No. End of story. We're going to finish at best four and six. Now we're talking about 2021. What does their record need to be for Coach O to save his job? Right. And that's what, uh, and honestly, that's what the conversation people should be having right now. Because if we end up three and three, let's say four and six at best, 
We had a four and six. Let's say actually, well, I guess the best case scenario if you five and six with a bowl bowl game, game, five and six, right? So five and six. What? Where does Coach O need to be to keep his job for twenty twenty two? So twenty twenty one. I'd say at the very least to keep your job, you have to like your this year plus next year combined record has to be above five hundred. Yeah. So I was thinking, if it's not, then you're fired. Seven and five. Seven and five is close. And yeah, it, seven and five is close. And then I'd say seven and five, you're on the hot seat. Eight and four, eight and four, you're safe. Eight and four, you're safe. If you go seven and six next year, fire him. It all depends on me who you lose to in that situation because then, it's tough. But then you go seven and six, your combined record over two years is thirteen and thirteen. Or well, that's that math's not right. It's twelve and twelve. Okay, that's terrible. A two-year record of twelve and twelve, and honestly, that's the worst two years consecutively we've had in since Jerry Gennardo. And honestly, I see us at, um, I see us four and six, prob, I, close to three and seven. I think Ole Miss I, is going to be I'm able to score some us, points on us. I'm not picking us to beat Ole Miss. I'm, I'm not, not either. Right now, I'm not. I, I'm, they're going to put. They got to show me something in these next two games. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling they're they're about to score so many points in the next two weeks on us. Um, it, yeah. it, I mean, our defense I, is just too far behind right now. So right. it's it's playing I, catch up at this point. Well, you see, the problem is, like, last week, our defense genuinely played really well, and we gave up only 13 points. If our defense plays exactly that well as in that 13-point performance, if they play exactly that well against Alabama, that 13 points will be 41 points because mm-hmm. Alabama is that much better on offense than Texas A&M is. Mm-hmm. So – it's it's just it's just hard to gauge. Yeah, it, at I the guess. end of the day, on all three of these next games, you have to outscore the opponent. It's yeah. yeah. And if you're going in there with this shit game plan, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. Right. I really don't. I don't know if you're just trying to get fumbles uh, and try to luck your way into a victory because right. it, it's not because of the not game even, plan. We're not even creating any fucking turnovers. No. So. Like what? I don't and you're not getting get pressure the on the quarterback. We, we, we like, lost the we lost the turnover battle against A and M three to nothing. Man, I I don't I just I just don't see it right now with this program. And uh, I'm I'm the doom and gloom guy, but man, this is so eerily similar to bad times. Um, yeah. If and, you lose the turnover battle three to nothing against Alabama, you, we will lose by sixty points. Well, do we want to go ahead because we're, we're going to switch gears and talk about basketball? Uh, and give ourselves a little bit of positivity at the end of the show. <laughs> sure. But let's go ahead and talk about our predictions for the game and if we have a score that we want to do. Sure. Um, and I already wrote something on my board at work. I have my – and I did the same thing. I have my Homer side. So it's the LSU Homer purple and gold glasses side. Do you side. have LSU winning on your Homer side? <laughs> yeah. You do? And then I have – okay. I uh, wouldn't. It would be like if LSU has to win the game, here's what the score is going to be. And then, um, okay, and then the other side, which is my realistic that's side. That's not how I would pick a homer pick. My homer pick would be, <laughs> my homer pick would be LSU twenty four, Alabama thirty eight. I would pick us to lose by thir- fourteen. That would be we'd be covering the spread by sixteen. Okay, so that's if, that's insane. If LSU wins the game, they w- all right. Okay, go ahead. Fifty five to fifty four, LSU wins. <laughs> It's just a complete like fuck it. We're gonna balls to the wall. We're gonna throw it all around. Max Johnson throws for five hundred yards. Sure, yeah. 
Um, what's your realistic score? My realistic score, I I I think I got Alabama forty five, LSU like I'm gonna go with three. Forty five to three, Alabama. My, I'm not far. Um I'm fifty two to three. Fifty two to three, yeah. And I think Alabama at the end starts running it up on us. To get to the yeah. fifty-two, I, I hadn't thought about that, but I could see it being like it twenty-seven be to three at halftime, or twenty-eight to. I think we kicked field goal early too, like in mm. the scores, like seven to nothing, and then we kick a field goal at seven to three. It's like, I I actually oh, see it. No, no, no. I actually see it. Four. I actually see it twenty-one nothing in the first I th- quarter. I could, I, I could see it being like <laughs> seven to three going into the second quarter, and then Alabama <laughs> just starts pouring it on. Us. Here's what I want. I want nasty, chippy. I want to see, um, and I tweeted this today, I want Derek Stingley in Devontae Smith's face, and I want him jamming him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I watched clips of the the 2019 game where Devontae Smith got, got off free release on him and all that kind of stuff a couple of times and burned him. Mm. No, nah, fuck all that free release shit. Yeah. You're all the way up on the line of scrimmage, and right when the ball is snapped, you put your hands right in his chest. Yeah. Every play. I want to see him dominate him physically at the line of scrimmage. And I think he can, too. But if they don't do that, fucking shame on y'all. Yeah. Like, I can't believe we would let people just come in here. You know they're about to roll us. Yeah. And you don't do anything about it. I want to, like, when I saw Tory Carter was going to be back this week, like, Let's let's do a kickoff and Cor- Tory Carter blows people up. Gets ejected first play of the game. Yeah, fuck it. Throw somebody fucking helmet. Right. That'll get people like jacked up. The same up. thing he did in the SEC championship game. You remember that? Uh, guess what? That was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. Yes, I loved it. And Alabama is rolling in here. They have they have a lot to play for this Saturday. They want to beat the hell out of us. Yeah. Well, let's uh, show a little a, energy a little, on the other they got side. A little clip from Kerry yeah. Vincent last year of Coach O saying some stuff right. in the locker room. So yeah, they get they got plenty of motivation going into this one, despite the fact that we're three and four. I would just love to see or a late hit on Mac Jones and stand over him. Something like that. Right, yeah. Like let's just go fucking nuts, man. What right. do you have to lose? Just don't I mean you don't have to have point, penalties I'm, everywhere. I'm gonna but be at the game, I'm gonna be in the student section. At some point give me a reason to say You're fuck gonna go to the it. game? Oh yeah! I'm oh, get, I'm going to you get, LSU fans. I'm gonna get pissed drunk. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not planning on remembering the game. I'm planning on being there. These fucking hypocrite, uh, these rah rah LSU fans. You can't quit on this team, and then they decide they don't want to go to the fucking game, right? Because they get free tickets. They don't want to go. Oh, you don't want us to play the game? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then I, I don't want. I'm not gonna go watch this. They're just giving up on the season. They don't, they don't want to play with pride. Right. Okay, yeah. loser. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. LSU basketball, a little bit more cheery. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. we we did lose a game. Yeah. And we didn't play. It's fine. We didn't play great in the first game I'm either. Cool. I'm good. So say, It's so early in the season, man. So. Uh, I like how we look. All right, so the first game, who, who, Southern Illinois, Edwardsville. Yeah. Um, we Scored a shit ton of points, but we gave up a lot of uh, threes sure. for the most part. Um, You're missing your two best defenders, defensive players. Yeah, so we got Manning that could be coming back soon. It sounds like he's going to be back probably next Sunday yeah. against La Tech. Right, and then um, uh, LeBlanc's still waiting to get LeBlanc eligible. LeBlanc's waiting for the semester to end. Right. 
Uh, so I, I think that would mean he would be back the game after Louisiana Tech. And me and Brandon Lejean were talking about um, Hyatt would then get replaced out of the starting lineup, and it's probably LeBlanc that will be entered into the starting lineup once that happens. Yeah, I agree. That's um, what I was saying to, to somebody yesterday. Now, uh, yeah. so then we we played uh, St. Louis. St. Louis is a very good um, group of five team. Yeah, um, and we, we should admit that St. Louis didn't have their best player on the team. Right. Who is a, a player of the year watch Candidate. list guy. Right. Uh, Hassan French, I think is his name. I felt like they were just a little bit more organized than we were. Yeah, um, a little bit better coach. Uh, lo- a lot better coach. Uh, yeah. I, I thought. Watching the game. Really? Yeah. I See, here's my... I just felt like they they had a, a good idea of their identity, and it didn't feel like we did. They got a lot of experience. Yeah. Um, that's they had, the they difference. Had older guys. Yeah, that's the difference with those teams. Like uh, Richmond, we saw Richmond run Kentucky off the floor. Um, right. you know, Richmond is full of seniors. I mean, those, right. I mean, those, those guys are play two months from now. Kentucky runs them off the floor. Oh, right. Sure, absolutely. Um, here, here are my um, concerns with LSU basketball, and it's nothing that's like, um, it's not doom and gloom or anything like that. It's, it's more of here. These are some stuff that I was expecting to see, and I'm not really seeing it yet. Um, my biggest concern is um, the big man. Uh, I feel yeah. like you still need a uh, you need a rim protector. Yeah. Uh, this team screams for needing a re- rim protector, in my opinion. Right. And Trent um, Watford's just still not good enough on defense. No, but he's not a rim protector. Like I want. Right. Well. I, yeah. Yeah. So I and I'm not. I'm even counting. Sure. So in my opinion, Sharif O'Neal, Trent Watford, Darius Days, uh, Josh LeBlanc, um, all those guys are uh, small and power forwards. They're they're forwards. Get him, get him out of there. I agree. Uh, your two your two centers are Penn Johnson and Josh Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to get them up to speed as quickly as possible because you need, you're going to need them. Um, yeah. And it, you're going to be leaving guys like Sharif O'Neal's got um, he's got foul trouble issues uh, that he's had already mm-hmm. this year. Um, you don't need Darius Days being your guy down low in the blocks. Right. That's um, been his biggest issue the past couple of years is that we've put him down low and then he gets in foul trouble. Right. You don't and, need that happening. Like it, I remember everyone would get all so aggravated with Darius Days that he would always be in foul trouble. Uh, he's your he's, only guy. He's out of position. He's yes. 6'6", guarding six, six, seven man. footers. He doesn't need to be how, down there. How the fuck is he not going to foul? He's got a good body and all that, but he's not there. That's not his position. Right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I Trenton Watford, uh, yeah, obviously he, he's not concerned Darius about playing. Darius Days is, is going to be, he he he'll he'll he has a chance to be a uh, all SEC guy. I agree. I think. Oh, I think Trenton Watford is an NBA guy. Darius Days, Darius Days looks, is Darius an NBA Days guy, in my opinion. Um, those guys are are really good. I just think you're missing one piece. And I was excited, so we played um, Southeastern. We beat the hell out of Southeastern the other night. Um, yeah. Penn Johnson only gets a couple of minutes. Yeah. Why? I don't understand it. I don't understand. Uh, Josh Gray c- has more minutes than he does. It's Josh Gray's first game coming in. Right. Looks raw, but he looks like he's a- he's athletic and he's got a body. Like he is yeah. a body. He's this athletic. Kinda, I think we talked about it last week on our basketball preview. I think Josh Gray might be like a notch above Penn Johnson. I, if he's playing already that's, more, that's I think the vibe I was getting in the preseason. So why are we? What happened with Penn John? Like we took him, like 
He's a seven footer, man. He's two sixty. Like, what's going yeah, on? I don't know. I don't. I think he's just a little too soft. I don't Maybe. know. I don't. I don't want to say anything bad about the Josh kid, Gray. Looks like he could be a beast. He yeah, just needs he, some coordination. Yeah, I think because I was watching one of his player interviews and they were asking like what he thinks he brings and right he was like right now I, uh, I don't bring much on offense but I bring uh, that's fine I bring defense yes. and uh, athleticism. No, I don't I don't basically need what he said. Yeah, I don't like, need offense. I was like I appreciate your your candor. Yeah, but uh, I don't need his offense no, at all. Yeah, just be a large. I need his dirty work human i need dirty work right it's all yeah. i need um and honestly bigby williams gave us he gave us offense but right it was more of like transition offense or like um put backs and stuff like that he had like, a lot of dirty work like, too but like remember duop wreath and like but he, he had was, a game he had yeah, an he offensive had some game. offensive game he wasn't good on defense no but he was seven one so like it was fine because he was just long yeah. and it was fine. And he, he ended up being fine on defense because he was so long. Right. And we also had Aaron Epps with him and like that added more length. Yeah. Just have guys with length and it's going to be fine on defense. Because guess it'll, what? It'll it, work itself out. I, Kentucky lost last night, but man, they are long. Uh, yeah. Like and, they, and <laughs> their offense sucks right now, but it's but gonna it's get the, going. It's gonna get better. I know John Calipari's that offense. That BJ Boston kid. Work, right? Oh my god! Yeah, he's Dude, a every, beast. Every single one of those guys that they have. I mean, they're they're from like six six to seven foot. They have like five starters that are all like that length. But man, they're all like super long. Um, I, I that's what I worry about with that team a little bit is that um, they're gonna be too perimeter perimeter oriented. At the end of the day, um, and your 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 biggest guys are going to yeah. be um, days and Watford trying to go off dribble with people, and it, when they and get, it's going to be the same issues we had last year. Yeah, when they just get, with better players. Yeah, like Watford playing against a guy who's going to be equally long like him um, and good on defense. I mm. think if that happens, then it's going to be a matchup issue with us at that point. And if we, yeah. if we're not hitting from three, then, you know, we're going to, we're going to have problems, but defensively, I'll uh, tell you something though, about we're, we're pretty much always going to be hitting from three with cam Thomas, man, bro. Okay. He's awesome. Cam Thomas. That dude's incredible. You, you've been under a rock dude. Cam Thomas is legit. Good Lord. Now I did have some people that I guess I don't think they were alive probably even when Chris Jackson played, but they were trying to compare Cam Thomas to Chris Jackson. Slow the fuck down. Yeah, calm down. It's not there yet. But, yes, Cam Thomas uh, can hit from all over the place. He is a scorer, um, and it doesn't have to just be from three. He I can drive. people saying that like, he can't create his own shot. Fuck. Who said that? Someone in our Facebook group. No. He can, uh, he can, he can create his own shot. It felt um, like it was like they were trying to bait me into <laughs> an like argument. argument no, right. he can create his own shot. Um, he can hit from mid-range. He can hit from long range. He can drive on somebody. Um, he can do a fadeaway. He can uh, shoot free throws. He can get to the rim. He, he, all of it. Right. I saw, uh, you know, John Rothstein? Yes. He was comparing him to Buddy Heald. I, was like, I like yeah. it. I was like, yeah. So Buddy Heald, to me, didn't drive as much as what you're going to see with Cam Thomas. Yeah, uh, Cam so. Thomas is more of a slasher, I think, than um, than what Buddy Heald is. Now, maybe. as far as a good shooter, like Buddy Heald was a senior. People forget that he was a right. senior at, at Oklahoma. He, he was there for a long time, Dude, like Cam developing Thomas a shot. That long, that's no. insanity. No, and that's the other thing is Buddy Heald wasn't as big of a recruit as Cam Thomas was. 
So yeah, That's Cam true. Thomas is gone, brother. Uh, no. he, yeah, yeah, he's gone. Absolutely. So enjoy him. Uh, I just don't want to see any. Uh, what I what I always think about with a one and doneer is I just don't want to waste this. Like it reminds me of um, when we had Ben Simmons. Like I just don't want to waste this time, right? Which we did. We yeah, wasted oh, the time completely. Um, completely wasted. What a horrible year that was. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because <laughs> I was so pissed off that entire year. Oh. Um, yeah, I like Javante Smart right now. Um, yeah, to me, what it's I don't want to see. It's fine. I don't want to see them get into a, a point where they're always relying on a uh, three at the end of a shot clock or something like that. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, get an offense going and get some direction with that. If you need if you need to do something like that, I want to see them uh, rely on a Cam uh, Thomas or a Trenton Watford getting a ball, uh, making a drive to get somebody yeah. a foul on somebody or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, I don't know. There's a little bit of that. But then the perimeter defense, they've got to figure out. But I think – what will help them is if they can get a big for some rim protection and yeah. it will make them come out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They're probably too worried about it and they're packing in. That's that's what I always said about last year's team. Yeah. Yeah. They were packed it, in. Just and worry. If, if they get beat to the inside, yeah, there's it's nobody an automatic there. two points. There's nobody there. Yeah. I, I know. It's I think it's a chain reaction, in my mm-hmm. opinion. If you yeah. get a big in there that can create some space and maybe get a shot block here or there, uh, that'll, it sets the tone for the entire team. So Right. Um, all right, so they have uh, Louisiana Tech coming up, and I think we have VCU in a few uh, December twenty second. I think is twenty second. Okay, a couple weeks. Okay, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for that one. So that'll be a good one. La Tech's on the sixth, I think. Okay, yeah, that's the next the day game. after the Bama game. Yeah, Sunday. So every everybody after the Alabama game, um, sober up, whatever you need to do. We got Louisiana Tech for basketball, and then we can move on with our week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Move on a week, and then guess what? It's Florida week yeah, right after that. Perfect. Oh my God! Just the we we get to move straight on from the first best off the best offense in the country right to the second best offense. Yay! I'm Look so glad us. our defense has gotten it figured out. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> These people are in for a rude awakening, man. Go uh, Tigers. Um. So, any chance that we get uh, COVID spikes again? You mean for the Bama game? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's possible. Um, I saw something that said somebody that there was some kind of like spike. I think it was just a a, a guy on Twitter that was just, just shooting like it off, stirring shit up. Yeah, man. probably. That there was a chance that we could cancel again. Oh really? <laughs> 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 All right. So I got um fifty two to three. I got forty five to three. <laughs> Um, do I don't we, get to run the buttons. Before we so. get done, we'll we got to get to our voicemails. Yeah, absolutely. It's time for some voicemails. Let's hear what you kids have to say. All right, guys. So we had a lot of action on the voicemail line. So we're gonna get to a few of these. Um, so I think what we had some kind of we had a big conversation on Sunday I think with um, with one of our listeners Wesley. Um, so I'm gonna play a couple of these messages here from Wesley here. All right, I'm starting to rage. All right, so <laughs> the hate that LSU get, is getting is unreal. this is Sunday night. I mean LSU fans are always 
unrealistic. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. We came off of the greatest season ever in college football. Ah, uh, here we go. We oh, had, here we go. Starting we to lose tied me. for the most draft picks All ever right. drafted here in the NFL draft. Yeah. Not only that, a let's, few of our star players. Let's go ahead and put them on the clock. Yeah, put them on the clock. A few ahead. of our very productive players were undrafted free agents. You got about 30 seconds. Um, Ugh. We lost so much oh. for us to think that we were going to be even remotely good. Excuses are insane. like assholes. And I know everybody said, oh, everybody dealt with COVID. All oh, everybody dealt with this. Uh-huh. We should have played this earlier. But it's like LSU returned one starting off. Oh, time's up. <laughs> um, all right. Then you, he came back with another voicemail shortly after that. Let's listen to this one. All right, I'm going to finish my voicemail. So uh, they did were, did they the voicemail cut him off? Is, my, is the thing. <laughs> they had no offseason, no true offseason to prepare. They had no, like, they had no light at the end of the tunnel that they were going to have a season or not. So there's no way you can say players were um, really, I, I, I don't think it was a productive offseason. You got a new defensive coordinator. All right, I'm done with this one. <laughs> um. All right, and here was another one from Sunday night. And one last thing to be fair, <laughs> LSU should return a ton of product production from this year. Okay. The next two years, I believe. That's an interesting point, actually. If they aren't finishing in the top ten the next two years, I will one hundred percent be on board with all the top ten. Um, Next two years, LSU he says. Isn't a, or LSU is a one-hit wonder, da-da-da-da. Other than that, though, I believe LSU could finish in the top ten next year and be in the college football playoffs possibly and definitely possibly in two more years. I think you can take this voicemail with a grain of salt once you hear his LSU-Alabama score prediction. Okay, so <laughs> I think this is him again on Monday. Listen to this one. Put your money on LSU, baby. <laughs> Put it on LSU. They got cover. That's a bet. That's a bet. Bye. All right. Um, and then this was him with his score prediction. LSU, 35. Alabama, 31. <laughs> he couldn't help but laugh. I – I mean, I, I I can't imagine this came. This had to have came like right after the Tory Carter news, right? No, this was so, like this was uh, this so like Tory Tory Carter yesterday news, he's morning. Like, oh shit, we're gonna win this game. No, I gotta call yeah. in. So all right, uh, then we got a call. I heard you guys got Alabama this week. You're just in time for the feeding. It's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Oh. <laughs> that was our friend Jay Boy from the Jay Boy oh, Show. Jay Boy, okay. um, yeah, and that's uh, 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 what's that? Road Trip was the name of that movie. He was actually quoting a um, Tom Green skit from, and I'm I'm old, so I know that. Gotcha. It's a good movie. He's not old, by the way. I think he's kind of oldish. Yes, really? I think he might be. Yeah, I pegged him at like 24. All right, so then we got this one. This is Sean I think from Sean, Off the Dome Sports. I think Sean was drinking this night. Okay. 
here is, is my LSU versus is off Alabama the dome, off the dome sports prediction. I think this is a Nola boy, huh? And I think he's Nola. Yeah. This is a prediction yeah. that Coach O will not be say will not say go Tigers, go Tigers. In fact. You know, and you said a positive thing. Yep, I wanted you a said positive. Say one positive thing. Give me a positive thing. I think this is going to be a positive thing. After this game, it's there will no, thing. there will no, there will no, no more no coach more. Steve Ensminger as your offense coordinator. No more slinger. As Alabama will blow us out. As will Alabama will blow us out. Forty-nine to ten. That's pretty close to us. But hear me out. Coach Ensminger gets fired, Ooh. which is a positive note. That, I did say a positive, so he has switched it on us. There you go. Offensive coordinator. <laughs> innovative. This offense desperately needs. That's Again, good. I'm sorry, LSU fans. We all know it's going to happen. Yes. Still going to okay. keep faith. Well, in my right, he's right. not getting fired after the game. He's not going to get fired after the game. But if he got fired in the offseason, I would be all for it. Um, but that's not going to happen either because Coach O is buddy-buddy with him. So. No, nah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Which but, is um, a problem with Coach O. That yes, I think it's time for – For some reason, it's not okay to talk about. It's time for Coach O to end his friendships and uh, save your job because that's where you're going to be at uh, to the point of. Um, those were some good ones. I like those. Um, it, we'll, we'll post our voicemails uh, for the game so you guys can uh, chime in during the game as well. Um, but also reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We love interacting with our peeps on Twitter. Um, even you crazies out there, you know who you fucking are, you yeah. crazies. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, also oneteamonepodcast.com. Check out our website. Uh, we have our blog. I don't know if we're doing anything on the blog, are we? Have we been doing anything? I'm about to start back on the blog. Okay, we're going to get back school's on School's been just kicking my school's ass. School's done y'all. now? You're yeah, close it, to it's, it? it's just about done. Okay, so good. right when that's done, I'm going to get back on the horse. And I, I have a vacation coming up uh, oh. December 18th through the 28th. I have like it? a week and a half. No, it's going to be um, podcasting. It I'm going to be sending out tweets to people mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. for this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for us again. Uh, I'll have the case of the Mondays on Monday and then we'll have our regular edition on Wednesday. Uh, we'll send out our, our voicemail so you guys can send us a voicemail for them. Uh, special thanks to uh, Courtesy Buick GMC, Brandon Lejean over in Lafayette, um, and Bear Process Safety and La Terrain Watches, guys. Check out our promo code OTOP for Christmas time. They have a lot of deals going on right now for the watches right now. So uh, use the promo code. You'll get 10% off at the checkout. Um, really good stuff from uh, La Terrain. Yeah, really good watch. And you can you – can, you can, uh Change out the bands. Well, that, but you can also, uh, you can stack your, your deals on top of each other. So, like, they have a Christmas deal going on right now. You can stack You can do your, the 10% on top of it. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, check those those guys out as well. And for that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this is One Team, One Podcast. Logging out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when yeah. we beat y'all 50 to 7. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. Team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is he so? Good?
Bye.